breaking and, news? And, and, and I, yeah, I'm news? confident. I'm confident. Uh, you know, confidence is high in the Yurkovich camp on this one. And mm. what might be the least surprising news of the decade? Mm. Uh, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner. They made a decision up there in the next couple of days, even before the end of the week, Kevin Warren will become the president of the Chicago Bears. Boom! Yeah. By week's end, according to the good kid. Yeah, by week's end, God, I hope for you're right sure. On this. Certainly, but, you know, I'm trying to before Friday at some time. Right. Kevin Warren will be the uh, president of the Chicago Bears. We've... There's Johnny the, wasn't done there either. Yurko bombs. That's, that's what we've experienced all week. Used to mean something totally different. A Yurko bomb was not uh, something that we were thrilled to uh, smell or receive. But uh, a Yurko bomb this week, and even going back, I think it was the last time we were at Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace. Weren't we sitting in Twin Peaks when he called in yeah, with the Ozzy Gian? Yeah, He was with, with the Ozzy Gian stuff. I think so, yes. That's when all yeah. of a sudden Yurko turned into a newsmaker. Yeah. He's like, hey, Ozzy Gian is going to interview for the White Sox job. And there were some people in our at our radio station saying, no, that's not the case. He's not. And we're like, you know, and then sure enough, a week later, who interviewed for the job? Ozzy Gian. And uh, Yurko didn't say he was going to get it. He was just saying yeah. that he's going to interview for Johnny him. News Newsmaker. Johnny Newsmaker. And then yesterday Newsbreaker. he called the show and uh, told us, too, that Kansas City would be the... Uh, Atlanta. Uh, Kansas, I'm thinking of the Chiefs. If Kansas City and Buffalo meet in the AFC title game. Right. That Atlanta would be the site of that uh, place, of that uh, playoff game. The neutral site. So uh, he's been breaking these stories. But that was on Tuesday, and when Ian Rappaport, I think they all knew it. Like, all the Bears reporters had it basically at, like, 9 o'clock. I don't know if this was, like, an embargoed story to, like, 9, because they all were tweeting about it at 9 o'clock. And I uh, retweeted Ian Rappaport, and I said, uh, Johnny the Good Kid had it, reporting first. Value-added employee, Ivan Yurkovich. That's what he is. That's how he de- de- described himself. Is is that in, like an alter ego? Does he go by Ivan as a newsbreaker? Uh, oh, he yeah, you got to formalize Well, I, you know, his card, as he's now a minister, or he's able to oversee your your nuptials, your nuptials, as he likes to call them, uh, on his card, it says Ivan Yurkovich. So should we, like, have a, diff- a separate Twitter handle for him as Ivan Yurkovich? Newsbreaker yeah. to legitimize this a little I bit more because I got Johnny the Good Kid farting and burping over here as the entertainer. That's what I'm saying. I've got Ivan Yurkovich over here as the newsbreaker. Yeah, like Jeff and Jeffrey. Yes, exactly. Two different beings. No he- question. You got that right. There's Jeff Meller, and there's Jeffrey Meller. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Meller's when he's at home and he's you know dotting his eyes, crossing his T's, and not being a complete. Whatever. And then there's Jeff Meller when he joins us. And he's sending us weird videos. And, yeah, and right. Adding, putting stuff on your car. Yes. And putting penis caps on my tires and stuff like I that. I think we need to do this. I think we need to even check in with Yurko sometime today. Ivan. Just uh, Ivan. We'll check in with Ivan. We should even do an open. Uh, uh, a newsbreaker open for Ivan Yurkovich and see if he's got a story. We should. Who was the one that did the uh, the it must be Yurko for the holiday party? Oh, song. that's good. Maybe that's we get a good show open. Maybe we get but, him to that person to actually give us an Ivan Yurkovich newsbreaker 
uh, open. Can you pull that up? Because that's even such an off-the-cuff holiday song. I think that plays throughout the year. Must be Yurko. Must be Yurko. It sounds like an opening, to, like I said, to a late-night show. Yeah. He could you know, change the lyrics. Oh, to make it Ivan? Must be Ivan? Well, or, or it, could, it could still be Yurko. I mean, but you, and he could fill in the difference, you know, quarterbacks traded, team moves, whatever, whatever the item is, and just insert the lyrics, and then must be Yurko. It's good. We'll you, say I'm a little disappointed in Rappaport and Shefty for no, not crediting our guy. Well, and, and right, I mean, like we, that's a huge baseball thing. Remember right? during free agency, it was like, oh, catching up on credit here. First was John Heyman, first was Jesse Rogers, first was Jeff Passan. Nobody giving Yurko any credit. None. Like I, especially when a lot of pe- a lot of our fans were tweeting him, and I retweeted him, and I said, look, uh, Yurko first to report. This isn't like minutes before. It's not like a matter of ten minutes. It's it, this was a matter of days, and by the way, credit to Pete Thamel too for he was the guy who originally put that out there like three weeks ago. Yeah, um, and and that's who Yurko was basically alluding to when he said this is not like a, a big secret. Like people knew he was on the radar, people knew that he was wowing the Bears, but Yurko was the guy to give you the timeline. Yurko said he is getting the job, and it will be official. By the end of the week. Ivan had his facts. And, and, and sure enough, I told you I started to get a little sweaty when um, when, uh, when we were pizza talking to, was delivered. No, when we, we were talking to Wilbon yesterday oh, yeah. and Wilbon's like, ah, hey, guys, I'm, I'm surprised that you have this. That You must have good sources. I've not heard this. And this is Wilbon who knows him. He's in the Big Ten. You felt and, sweat for the good kid. I was feeling sweat that we were banking on the good kid. Then I'm like, like when I said, I I muttered to myself, I go, well, it's not us with the sources. It's Yurko. Like, and that's where I first tossing right there. Well, it wasn't a bus toss. It was like questioning who. But now he has proven himself with three of these stories where he will never be questioned again. Some good comments, actually, today in the Twitch chat bottle. Really? Yeah. We were talking about that before the show, too, today. It's poisonous in there sometimes. Sometimes it can be. Um, Levante Rogers with a really good uh, comment on Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren has nothing to do with Ryan Poles and what he does as a general manager, but will be an important voice to empower Poles to be the best he can be. And I, I, I could not agree with that more. Listen, even if you're, I got a specialty over here and you got a specialty over here, you can serve as a sounding board for each other as you're doing different things, knowing that, you know, hopefully at some point Ryan Poles will be on the same level at his job as Kevin Warren. I said to you guys at the break again, I said, look, I get it. This is day one and there's no guarantees. But if you ask me who you should have the most confidence in doing their job the best, the president, the general manager, the head coach and the quarterback... It's Kevin Warren because his resume, what's the most important thing for the president of the the Chicago Bears, in your opinion, right now? He's building this stadium. Amen. Has he done that before? Yes. Has Ryan Poles built a team before? No. Has Coach Eberflus taken the team to the top of the mountain? No. Has Justin proven to you completely that he can get you to the top of the mountain? No. And and what you said about, like, building the stadium, he won a Super Bowl building a stadium, basically. Like, that's a... That a, is a, a, a world-class yeah, stadium. Right. He didn't build you, you know, one of those tiny homes. You know, he built you this grand, fantastic life. 
I'm not taking a shot at the others. I'm not taking a shot at Polls or Eberflus or Justin. I'm just saying to you, if you ask me who you're most confident confident in at this point, based on their track record, it would have to be the guy that they just hired. Look, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid today. Today is a day that gives me belief. I've always wanted change. They've I've always had, I've asked for change. I was disappointed a year ago. Yesterday was the anniversary of when they got rid of Pace and they got rid of Nagy. It was good. But in my world, it wasn't good enough because Ted was still sitting there. I wanted a new team president. I always said it starts at the top. Today, I got that wish. And it's someone outside the organization. It's not the same old, same old. And it's a very accomplished man from outside the organization. A funky ghost says on Twitter, uh, the power. A funky ghost with a PH. Funky ghost. He says the power move he pulled in getting USC and US UCLA has me at least intrigued. Like there were he went through a really important period in college sports with the changing of conferences, right? Where the musical chairs were going, where teams were moving conferences, and he had to adapt quickly for the Big Ten. And he had to go get new teams for the Big Ten, right? I believe so, yeah. So he went out and got USC and UCLA for the Big Ten. I'm still most impressed with the building that he oversaw in, in Minneapolis. But, 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 but what that does, I'm with you. But it also shows you he thinks big. Of course. Or like, like there's, uh, there's grandiose plans. There are things that, that I think... Listen, if he wasn't qualified for the gig in just general terms, I don't think... Ziggy Wilf would have had him as his point guy in the purchase of the Minnesota Vikings years ago. Yeah. Uh, based on your interview, this is from Jay Fuel. He says, uh, based on your interview the other day where the guy that the stadium in Minneapolis was originally going to be built in the suburbs, then changed to the city. What does that mean for the Arlington Heights site? Remember, we talked to Bob Dunn yesterday. Bob Dunn, who has built this, he's also the guy who worked with them in Minneapolis. He helped rebuild Lambeau Field. He helped build Ford Field. He built the stadium out in New Jersey for both the Jets and Giants. He told us the Vikings originally had a deal in Blaine, Minnesota. It fell apart. They went back to Minneapolis. So he asked the question, do you believe that this eventually could lead the Bears back to the city. Don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is an apples-to-apples comparison. Is working with the city of Minneapolis the same as working with the city of Chicago? Are there similar hurdles? Are there similar relationships? Are there? I don't know. I mean, I could tell you this. I'm more confident that if for whatever, whatever decision he makes, I'd be more confident if for whatever reason they reverse course and... and, and and decided to, to, to do the project out on Soldier Field, I'd feel more comfortable that it was a decision made by Kevin Warren. Now, I don't believe that's the route they're going, but my point is is that his experience leaves me with a tremendous amount of confidence in his decision-making with regard to this project. We could ask uh, Paul Allen about that, too. Like, we're, we're, they were going to own their they own their stadium. The Vikings Does, doesn't Ziggy Wilf own their stadium? That would be my assumption, but I don't know that a hundred percent. I don't know if there's like, any public funding. Like, again, it's it's going to be totally different with with what's going to happen if they would go back to the city. The Bears. I'm still interested to see the project that they will eventually put into place up in Arlington Heights and how that will be financed, whether it'll be a combination of private financing and some public financing, or it's all private financing, or who's in charge. Like, that's going to be an interesting story to follow for sure. 
It's going to be uh it's going to be an it's interesting road. Yeah, it's going to be huge. It's a, yeah. again, this is the this is such a major No, I think you were the first person that I heard say this months ago that that this was going to be the most pivotal offseason in Bears history for the reasons that ultimately materialized. Yes. Number one draft pick, most money in the offseason, new team president, and the finalizing of the land agreement of the land purchase. Um, never have we all had all of that in one offseason. Tim in Madison, Wisconsin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tim? Hey, guys. Yeah, I just wanted to say I, I love the Warren hire. I think uh, he's a astute businessman. He's going to get us a great stadium. Also, he's jacked and maybe can take a few snaps at three technique for us. Um, but in all honesty, uh, can we stop the mock drafting? I'm getting like 30, 30 texts a day with different mock drafts. It's all take a few months off. Yeah, you're going to have Thanks. to live with that, Tim. Tim, that's just the nature of the beast right now. You get the number one overall selection. It comes with that. I'm just saying, like we, I mentioned this yesterday, we should keep track. I said to Tyler, how many draft trade suggestions we get as a show between now and draft day? And then should we then like pick the one, the best one by like draft week? I'm sure we're going to get so many. One of them will be the exact one that ends up. Oh, do you think so? I would guess so, right? Like. This would be, I'll guess right now, this is my guess. The trade will be made with the Indianapolis Colts for the fourth overall selection. The Colts will jump ahead of the Houston Texans because you've already heard the general manager of the, the Indianapolis Colts salivate over the possibility of giving up everything he has to, to, to get a quarterback. It will include swapping picks and it will be a King's ransom. It may even include DeForest Buckner, their, their three technique that Matt, Eber, uh, Matt Eberflus has experience with. It'll include, obviously, the fourth overall pick of the draft. It'll include a 2023 first-round pick and maybe like a late second-round pick this year or a third-round pick next year. Do you know what worried me today? I was sitting on the tre- – I was not sitting on the treadmill. Probably some people would think I would be sitting on the treadmill because of the way I look, but I was actually working out on the treadmill. I was watching Get Up today. There's another shock for you. And they were talking about Lamar Jackson. Could Lamar Jackson throw a monkey wrench into all of this for us? Could he be the guy where one of these teams that we want to do business with makes a trade? May trade for Lamar Jackson instead of trading for the number one pick. Could the that team like the Colts say to themselves, instead of going up for the number one pick, use the fourth pick and whatever, go trade for Lamar Jackson? Could. He's, that, he's that, yeah, super I, young, yeah, you know, no, and I mean, accomplished. Definitely. Definitely, it could, um, but just know when you do that, you are now entering a different salary cap phase of your organization. You're taking, like, a, you're taking a bust, the bust factor out, though. You you're, are, you're, 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 but you're, you're also trading gonna, for an MVP. You're also going to have to make sure that, A, that you have the capacity to sign him to the contract that, that you have, which may weaken you in other spots. Uh, I just don't know oh. what the appetite is if, in fact, you would like to start Fresh with a guy. Aren't the that's Colts a, a team contract. though that always that you've always viewed as a team that is that is ready to win now, except for the quarterback position. That is built to win now, except for the quarterback. Well, I think that yeah. I mean, their roster's not. I wouldn't say it's top of the league, but yes, they're more they're more built for now than a complete rebuild like us. So yeah, so, I mean, so you like, could, Derek, like like to me, Derek Carr's out there. Jimmy Garoppolo's out there. Could Lamar Jackson be dealt? Like, I'm interested in seeing the musical chairs. And that that was a worry to me today is 
with this Ravens issue, and it seems to me like there's a big fallout right now going on with Lamar where he's not going to play. It looks like he's not going to play. He didn't practice today. Yeah, and could this be the moment in time where they just decide they're going to part ways with him, where one of the teams that you hope to trade with decides to trade for him? And takes a team out of... Lamar's different, yeah. I mean, Lamar's a different story than, than what'd you say, Jimmy Garoppolo and even David well, Carr a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So Derek, I would yeah. think you would look Derek. at teams... Derek Carr. Uh, I think you would look at teams that are more equipped. Maybe the Colts are one of those teams. Uh, a team like the Houston Texans, is, I think, is going to the draft. And not yeah, going to, yeah. you know, another team like that. It's a good point, though. I'm not sure. Just something to keep your eye on. Yeah. Just food for thought. Matt and Streamwood. Always one of my favorite callers. What's up, Matt? Hey, Waddle. Hey, Sylvia. Thanks for taking my phone call. Sure. Waddle, may I ask you and Sylvia a question, too, as well? Waddle, you said you don't think that that uh, Ryan Poles had a vote in hiring Kevin Warren. I, I kind of disagree because we did. Lovey Smith was on the panel to hire Phil Emery, which made no sense to me. Is Why Bears do that? And secondly, uh, Sylvia, may I ask you, I know you had that Bob Dunn on yesterday, and he said that he worked with – Kevin Warren and getting that U.S. Bank Stadium up. And one of his big selling points to yesterday was that 75% of the infrastructure is there at Soldier Field, which gets me scared, Sylvie, that, that he might, that since Kevin Warren has, you know, worked and with Bob Dunn before, and that he will hear that selling point saying, hey, yes, to his ownership, saying, yes, Bob Dunn said 75% of Soldier Field is still here. All we need to do is just do this 25%, which leads me to the state that they'll stay there because. Kevin Warren has an affiliation and a bond with that Bob Dunn guy. I'd just be careful connecting all of these dots. They may, it may happen. Like I, my point, Matt, wasn't that, that Ryan Poles may, I'm sure he had, you know, he sat in meetings and he had input into it. At the end of the day, I don't believe Ryan Poles made the decision on who the president of the team is going to be. Right. It's great that he was part of the discussions and the conversations, but that decision's higher up the food chain. Isn't the quarterback always in uh, the discussions for the head coach, too? Sometimes, like, yeah. yeah they but bring but him ultimately, in the quarterback the doesn't. OC. The, yeah, but the quarterback doesn't make that decision overall. I mean, listen, more voices, more better. I just don't think they want to go. But I don't think the city was negotiating with them fairly. The Bears weren't heard by the city. I always bring this up. Like, maybe we could even play. I don't know, Tyler, if we even have the clips from that NBC report. From like a few weeks ago, we were gonna do it one day, but then there was like big breaking news, and we never got to it. Like examples of Bears had simple requests about like fixing seats and asking for gambling, and they were ghosted by the city, and they were never taken serious by the city until they left. There was no gambling reference in that video either, wasn't it? I think that was pointed out no, to us as no. well. Mm-mm. So, like, maybe later in the show we could play you some of that. I don't know. I, I, I believe the ship has sailed. But who knows? Stranger things I have don't, happened. Listen, I don't trust the city to put whatever. You can, you can bring me a, a fantastic video. And I know that the, that's from Bob Dunn's group, Landmark. Is it Landmark? Yes. But I, I just personally, I don't trust the city to be able to follow through and get the thing done in the appropriate fashion. Uh, Jack and Homewood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jack? Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, I just had a thought when you guys were discussing, um, you know, the potential Lamar Jackson trade that uh, I think there's a possibility that what happened with the Broncos could play into that, where 
They make a trade. They trade the house. They sign Russell Wilson to this massive deal. They're like, oh, finally, the final piece. We got our quarterback. And then he was a bust. So, you know, I mean, he's still Russell Wilson, but but the potential for that not playing out is uh, also there. And then you're stretched with the salary cap instead of, you know, taking a, a risk at an unknown, but not it really hurting your cap. Though. So you think, yeah. like, the that Russell Wilson and and – him busting out in Denver could scare away a team from trading for Lamar. It would scare me, especially with a running quarterback where the injury risk is, you know, always up. Well, that's a different conversation. I, I think Russell Wilson is a unique situation on its own. Like, I, I wouldn't necessarily, because Russ outwore his welcome or is perceived to be, you know, just a different guy now than he was, I don't think that would have any effect on, on where... Lamar Jackson. How, how old is Russ, too? 32, 33, or 34, somewhere in there? Like, Lamar's 24. Isn't he, isn't he like, still super young? Like L- Lamar's 26. He'll be 20. Uh, he just turned 26. Did he just, like, because yeah. I thought he was, like, 7th. he's the same age as Stetson Bennett. Isn't that? Like, they were just <laughs> talking about that. Yeah, well, he like, came he's out. he's really young. Yeah, he's in his fifth year. You know, so he came out in 20 or 21, but he just turned 26. So, like, 26. he's just entering the prime. So he's still really young. Yeah, got some miles. I mean, he does definitely got some miles on him that that you know that you'd have to check out. He played twelve games last year. He's played twelve games this year. You know, I don't know. Look, some teams. It's, it depends on the team. Some teams may want to start over and and have that rookie contract. Other teams may like to, as you said, factor out the bust element of the of the situation. Uh, Howard and Skokie is a Vikings fan, so maybe he's got some words on Kevin Warren. Howard, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Great hire by the Bears, but I guarantee you he's not coming here if they're not building a stadium. He did an excellent job in Minnesota. He's not leaving the head of the, head of the Big Ten commissioner to come to be a Bears president unless the stadium is not part of it. Because if he was going to wait, then he'd be waiting for a Dallas job. You could take that to the bank. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, like, either way, they're building a stadium. They're not, like, they're building a stadium somewhere. The Bears are building the stadium. It's not the city of Chicago. The Bears are building in Arlington Heights. Okay, yeah, that's what we all think. I think that's what what they want. It's ridiculous to hear someone even think the other thing. The other thing, going back to something you guys were talking about yesterday, I would move fields if I get a one and a two. Or two ones, I believe there's two better quarterbacks in this draft. You restart the clock, you get more picks, and running quarterbacks historically just don't last. And if you're going to tell me I could have either Young or I could have CJ Stroud, and I'm picking up two extra ones, I'm making that trade. If I'm a Viking fan, and they do, I am a Viking fan. If they do that, I'm a lot more nervous that I am with Fields at, at quarterback. Thanks, Howard. I see, that'll play I, itself out. I believe he's not going to eventually be a, only a running quarterback. I believe he's going to be a guy who can throw with the threat to run. Well, that's the plan because you're not going to win anything if he's this. Yeah, if yeah. this is their offense no. next year and going forward, you're not going to win anything. I just think they had to do this with <laughs> the circumstances and they wanted him to gain some confidence. And look, again, as I've said before, if he doesn't turn out to be the second coming of, of Patrick Mahomes, or whoever from the pocket, it doesn't mean you can't win. When you blend together what he stresses the defense with, running it, with throwing it, like you can win doing that.
you just, I mean, I just don't know why there is any resistance to the concept that you can win with a blended type of offense. When Mike Tannenbaum proposed his theory of, of resetting the clock and making the trade, Tannenbaum still said, I like Fields, and I still think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. That's why I wouldn't trade him. If you think Fields is going to be a top 10 quarterback, I want the top 10 quarterback, and I want to take the bust factor out of whatever the next quarterback could be. Tannenbaum's approach, too, was he thinks that Bryce Young is a better quarterback. He projected. does, right. I don't. I mean, I look, I'm no expert on college quarterbacks, but you don't make that trade. You don't even consider that trade if you don't think that there's a guy in the draft that's better than the player you currently have. All right, Waddle's World is coming up. We'll continue to take your phone calls. Dan Durkin's going to weigh in it for Paul Allen, who knows Kevin Warren well. Paul's the voice of the Vikings. Will join us at five. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird! Let's get weird! Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird! Let's get weird! Weird! Let's get weird! 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 Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Waddle's World is brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. Uh, I got to tell you this story. I just I've had this. I haven't been able to read it to you. How horrible is this? A man on a New York flight was arrested for urinating on another passenger. Hey, what? You heard me. Man on a New York flight arrested for urinating on another passenger. Man flying from New York to New Delhi was arrested after drinking too much on the flight and urinating on an urinating on an elderly woman. That, that is like the food penalty. You know how I feel about that. The the penalty should be double or triple. Like you don't. You don't get to use "Hey, I was drinking" as right. an excuse again. Like. That, that ain't right. No. I just figured I would give you that story. It had been sitting in my file for a while. Um, you know also you're not allowed to have an emotional boa constrictor? TSA said no. <laughs> no. Well, you laugh, but, like, they let, you know, like. Yeah, where's the line on the, on like, the emotional support What are they called? Toy ponies? Animals. What are they called? Those little ponies? The, the, ponies? Shetland, the no. Shetland ponies? No, 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 no. There's, the, like, the little miniature horses. Oh, my little pony? I don't know what, what you're talking you, about here. What are you are you throwing throwing pony out there? Out. What do you know about my little I had pony? A sister? Sure you did. You had one or you still have still one? Still have one, yeah. Still have one. You had your own, you had your own my little pony, yeah. didn't you? You oh, brush yeah. you brush the uh, hair. Brush the hair, yep. Mm-hmm. A woman Kept attempted nice to bring groomed. a four foot boa constrictor and a carry-on bag through a TSA checkpoint in Tampa. Of course. It's an emo- it's an emotional support boa constrictor. How can you get emotional support from a snake that could strangle you if it got weird on you? How can I, you really trust? Like there are people. You can't. How can you trust a wild animal? Like people who have lions. Lions. Or or, or Who's like got a lion. Well, I bet you there are people mean, that own a lion tigers. Well, I mean, you know what happened to the two guys? We've talked about them before. 
Uh, what's their Siegfried name? Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, where, we, where I t- told you I used to think there were three of them. Siegfried, Siegfried and, and Roy. Roy. Um, then, you also want to drive the, the Wiener Mobile when it comes I to the yeah. town. Like, so you get a lot of weird thoughts in your head. They freaked out on them. This is what this, they do. This, this is my point. This is okay, what they I do. Okay, I said lion. They, I meant tigers. What's the difference? I know there's a difference, but really there's not. Well, that, well, but, but that's what I meant. Like, who's got them besides? There are some people picking... that, that own, you know, like, people have alligators. Why would you want an alligator? I wouldn't. Why do you want this giant snake that could wrap itself around your neck when you're taking a nap, and next thing you know, you're gone? Mexico, there was, uh, on the beach, there were these people with giant reptiles wrapped around their necks. What kind of reptiles? I don't know. They were big. They weren't snakes? Uh, one was a snake, and one was some sort of a giant iguana. And they Those were, things are mean. Iguanas? Were, but they were walking around asking you if you wanted to take a picture with them. And, like, you would give them a dollar. And you know they, what I would have done? I would have looked at him, and for ten bucks, you could take a picture with me. That's what you should have said. Sylvie should have set up his own, should have set up his own business down there. But I'm like, no thanks. They go around and then they would take the, the the snake off of their neck and they would put him on like these children's necks. Like I, and the hey, parents would take snake. the parents would take pictures of their kids with the snake and they would trust this random guy walking on the beach with a snake around. No. No, that's not playing I, in my I, house. I, didn't, I wasn't trusting them with my kids. I just don't get that stuff. Like, really weird. Obviously, story of the day, the Bears have hired the uh, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren as their president. He replaces outgoing president CEO Ted Phillips, who retired retired a while ago, right? And doesn't Ted have a party coming up soon, too? Wait, um, is there a Ted Phillips going away party? I think they're going to honor him somewhere, aren't they? Kevin Warren's going to start in the spring, from what I understand, right? March, April, May, I don't know. Uh, there's no date. It's going to be a statue of a calculator. Is that your Ted Phillips swipe right there is what you did? You I, took a I, swipe I, at Ted a with, a, with a... Did you, Danny's going to get mad at you. Did you mention the uh, LeBron James tweet? I did not. No, I haven't seen the LeBron James tweet. LeBron, 15 minutes ago... Just... Are your kids allowed to read LeBron James tweets? Well, now I'm all in on LeBron. Especially after the tweet. Uh, LeBron tweeted 15 minutes ago, major shout out to my brother Kevin Warren on being named the president and CEO of the Chicago Bears. Amazing, my guy. Best of luck. Okay, so LeBron gave him the, the seal of approval, so now you're totally on board. And now LeBron's jerseys are allowed to be worn by your kids inside the house. When was the last time LeBron tweeted about Ted Phillips? George McCaskey? Not sure. I don't follow. I don't. I don't. Do you follow LeBron on Twitter? I do. I don't. Yeah, not good. because I, for any reason. I just. I don't think I do. Anyway, speaking of LeBron, he's uh, the NBA All Star uh, vote leader. Do you realize he's on pace to be an All Star for the nineteenth time? Can you guess the only other Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well done. Have you seen that, or did you know? No, that? I knew that. Did you? Yeah, I mean, when uh, Kareem's played forever, and I was how at did the, you really know that in 19... Do you know how many Pro Bowls Tom Brady's been elected to? 2001, did he come? That was his first Super Bowl. The answer's no, obviously, so, as you're doing the math. So I would say... Uh, the answer's no. 19 as well? Uh, Atlanta, as we were first informed how by many? the good Are kid... Are you going to tell I, me? I don't know. I just asked oh. you. I don't have the number. 
Why are you asking a question that you don't? I ask a ton of questions I don't have the answer to. That's why I ask the damn question, because I don't have the answer. Isn't that the essence of asking a question? I don't have the answer. I'm looking for you to help me out. I thought you were asking a trivia question. Do you want the answer? Yes. 15. 15. 15. See? Uh, no, I, I asked you because you made it. It's like, doesn't everybody know that Kareem went to 19 All-Star Games? I was at, like, I got to go to the All-Star Game in 88 here in Chicago, and I think he set the record for most points in an All-Star Game. Or more, most like that was back when the All Star All Star game back in the day, didn't the All Star game? It the was best. it was like competitive, the, competitive. They wanted and to great. whip each other's ass out there, and didn't it they? was fantastic. And that was the I always tell you that was the game where they like passed the torch to Michael. Michael won the MVP in yeah. Chicago. He won the dunk contest, the MVP, and it was electric at the stadium. Nice. Uh, as we were told yesterday by Ivan Yurkovich, Atlanta will in fact be the neutral site if necessary for a potential Bills Chiefs AFC title game. We'll be able to host one I'm, of these soon too. Yes, a long time from now. Um, wait, I didn't need to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I asked him off mic if he would be willing to share his re- his sources, and he said he did not. No, just here to tell you. Newsmakers don't he share their sources. He said that to me. He said, I thought we were buddies. I thought he would tell me where well, some of his... You can't do that. I just did. You Shefty's going to share his sources with you? You're buddies with him? I kind of know where certain information comes from in different places. Really? I do. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. Yes, you do. You know that stuff. You know where certain information comes from in certain places, certain situations. The good kid was not giving up any of it. None of it. No interest in filling me in. Added value. Added value employee. I bet when he gets his new deal, he'll tell everybody. Oh, when he we he's his new stop deal. breaking news, isn't he? He's going to be like an old bear going into hibernation. He's in a contract year. He's got to play up to it. That's such a good <laughs> By the way, did you read the uh, Derek Carr far- farewell tweets to Raiders fans? It's no, too I didn't long see this. for me to read it. I to like you, Derek Carr. I do too. I think he's had a good career. He's just never been able to kind of get over that hump into that next level of quarterback. He is on the quarterback roller coaster that is inhabited by so many different quarterbacks in the league. Uh, what else do I have for you? Did you watch Bulls and Warriors last night? How'd you I, like that? None of Bulls. Bulls and Warriors just uh, Wizards, right? Yeah. My bad. Uh, by the way, I guess the uh, that two-minute report came out or whatever they call it. What do they call it, Last two-minute report? Yeah. No and foul. No foul. For so, Zach Levine. Zach was Zach. not... The foul was he didn't get the ball to Vooch, who was wide open. That's the foul. Well, is it Vooch? I don't understand. There wasn't a lot of time left. Why is he even driving inside? And I had just tweeted that the Max Levine, jo- rest in peace to Max Levine jokes, which I still believe we should all retire. I, I've never made them either. That's I've fine, but when, when Zach did what he did, you mean? That, no, he no, was, no. Yeah. It's, I believe there's a difference between criticizing the player and calling him Max Levine. He is playing up to the contract as far as him scoring and his athleticism and everything and his shooting ability. But he still, his basketball IQ at times is low. I'm just saying you knew as soon as you wrote that or sent that tweet out and he did what he did that the people oh, were going to come yeah. at you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this, this was poorly timed. I'm like, he hit that three and it was beautiful. Like, he you tied can the game. Expl- you can explain it and yeah. I can t- shake my head and go, I don't 
know what you're thinking. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. And on Kuzma Twitter, hits that. I'm like, damn it. Now they're going to lose. On Twitter, and, that and explanation and doesn't. And now all of it, not only did they lose, but then Zach decided to shoot a two. And everyone's like, he thought he got fouled. They'd have fouled the give, too. Like, and then you have very little time to get off a three. Yeah. Uh, by the way, as we told you a little bit earlier, Lamar Jackson did not practice today. Still outs. But backup quarterback Tyler Huntley was back throwing in practice today. So he may get the start if Lamar's not able to play. Is this a game that they shouldn't play just like Miami? You said Miami shouldn't show up to Buffalo. I think there's a, a different... I think there's a larger discrepancy between the Bills and the Dolphins being quarterbacks by Skylar Thompson versus the Baltimore Ravens going to Cincinnati to play the Bengals with Tyler Huntley under center. So, it's a, re- we'll it's a rematch of last week, isn't that it? Is correct. Correct. Yes. Uh, Jets owner Woody Johnson, fabulous name, willing to spend for the quarterback the missing piece. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe that's where well, Lamar ends up. Well, they, they uh, right. Uh, Lamar, or if that would be good if they come up, too, because can't you get more for that? Like, you won't get as high of a first-round pick, but you could get a lot. You could get more picks. Who was the guy that drafted Zach Wilson? That guy still got a job. Joe Douglas. Isn't it Joe Douglas? That who it was? I would think well, maybe. A decent general manager besides that. If Woody, yes, because he built a pretty good team. In fact, I think you could say their defensive tackle was more deserving of all pro honors this year than Aaron Donald because Aaron Donald missed a bunch of games. Sauce Gardner. Uh, no, no, he's their corner. They're, I'm talking their. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just listing off some of the guys that he's drafted, though. Oh, yeah. Joe Douglas. No, he's done a decent job. Yeah, I would think maybe that Woody Johnson would lean into the to the GM's room and say, "Hey, listen, maybe to take a little bit of risk out of the equation, maybe see what it would cost to to swap with uh, Baltimore." Hasn't there been a lot of? Um, I think Carmen mentioned this. I forget who who mentioned this recently. Haven't there been a lot of rumors out there, like if the Jets want the Bears' pick, that they trade Garrett Wilson in their pick? I have not heard that. I like that. I like that. Like, thought. like you? Oh, you want you want to draft a quarterback at top? Yeah. Well, well, reunite Garrett Wilson with uh, with Justin Fields. with Justin. Like it. Uh, why isn't the good kid getting any type of, of accreditation for any of these reports that the AFC Championship game will we be in Atlanta, got, in fact? That's why I wanted to tweet it, because, yeah. and we did tweet it, because to get it on paper, or at least out in the digital sphere. By the way, uh, Sean Payton, I believe, is scheduled to interview with the Denver Broncos. Next week, right? Yeah. He's got to wait a week. I believe so. Uh, okay. That's uh, all the sports I have for you. But when we come back, I've got some stuff that you don't want to miss. How's that for a tease? I got some stuff that you don't want to miss. Also, uh, isn't Sean Payton scheduled to uh, interview with the Cowboys and Chargers if they both lose next week? I would assume so. You're going to be all over that scoop. I would, no doubt. Yes, that's, that's his, his next, next one. That's his Ivan. next one. Ivan, Ivan's on the uh, the Sean Payton's going to be hired by who? Watch. It's going to be on the Sean Payton beat. Yeah, yeah. got a Monday night Good after call. after the game. Good call. All right, I got some nonsense for you next. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at one hundred point three HD two FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is 
Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. I found a side hustle for me. Oh, yeah. If you've got room for two, I'd like to offer up your services as well. Okay. Hillsboro, Missouri. So we don't have to go far. How far is Missouri from here? Not far, but I don't know where That's it's not, That stain. narrows it down. It's a, I mean, it's Tyler? southwest. Jake, how, how far? far? Like a drive or yeah. looking for miles? No, if we flew. Like, not far I didn't know if you wanted miles or time or what. You know what? Work on that for a second, will you? Anyway, the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office is looking for booze-drinking volunteers. <laughs> it's not a joke or a trick. Sheriff Dave Marshak says, uh, but a way for deputies to get much-needed training. It's past Sunday, so I guess maybe we'll have to ask them if they want to do it again this Sunday. Uh, the sheriff put out a call on Facebook and Twitter asking people to come to the station this week and partake in some alcoholic beverages. Deputies will even give volunteers a ride home. But here's the catch. Before the ride home, the volunteers will assist the deputies test their field sobriety training. Oh, okay. These training sessions, uh, well, you know what? They happen all week. They'll be conducted Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday afternoon. After the field sobriety check, volunteers will take a breathalyzer test to determine their level of intoxication. Five hours, 17 minutes right now by car. We can do that. I-80 to 55 South. Volunteers cannot have any alcohol-related arrests or pending criminal cases. So you have to have a Everyone clean record. Clean here? Are you good? Everyone clean? You good? We all clean? We good? I'm clean. Can we do this? I'd do that. I told you I was subject A in Phil Vogel's science project back in high school. The effects of alcohol on the reflexes of a human being. This is right outside um, St. Louis. Is is where Hillsboro, Missouri is. Just a little southwest of St. Louis. I'd be afraid if you went down there, they'd recognize you as the cu- or the, uh, the the Cub fan, the Cardinal hater, and you may find yourself incarcerated. This is where I'm going to take Mason and Braxton's... Uh, Albert Pujols jerseys that I'm forbidding them to wear, and I'm going to bury them there. I'm going to get them both Yachty jerseys. Don't you dare. Yachty! I'm going to get rid of those, too. Nearly half of single men have gross bedsheet habits. Oh, that yeah. seems to be kind of understandable. Didn't you, in college, like... I had a waterbed in college. <laughs> Everyone did. All our I whole wanted, crew had a waterbed. I, I wanted a waterbed. They so were totally badly. banned in the in the dorms. I remember too. because like they yeah. were like just in case a mishap. We were just horrible dorm livers. I, we were C forty four and hillsides. Every one of us had it. Every one of us had a waterbed, and at the end of the year. You'd see a hose hanging out the window for like 12 straight hours. There was a pond below the door, below our room. That's how you would empty it. Absolutely. There's no other way to do it. I had a dream. Like, I, it was my dream to have a college waterbed. Not even in college. Like, like even before that, I'd go to these furniture stores and we'd find the waterbed. I'd be like, oh, one day. Do you know how hard it was? One day I'm going to have a waterbed. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how hard it was to haul a waterbed in pieces? Up on dorm stairs six times. Everyone had them. As a kid, I used to think if I wet the bed, it would just seep through and it would just soak it all in. It was a great investment. That you were creating your own water bed? Exactly. Yeah. That's you a urine clean bed. Up the mess. <laughs> it's not a water bed. That's a urine bed. Do they even make water beds anymore? Oh, I'm sure they do. Do they? Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Of course they, they would. Support the yeah, I guess you've never been to, to uh, Kentucky, have you? <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, so uh, a British study looked at how often adults change their bed sheets, and single men were found to have significantly worse hygiene than women. Almost half, 45% of the UK single men admitted they waited up to four months to wash their bed oh, sheets. Oh, that's disgusting. While another 12% said they washed them as and when they remember, which could be even longer. Tyler, I give be honest. Yep. How often are you washing your bed sheets? Probably like once a month. That's yeah, You got to do that more frequently, bro. I mean, just come on. What about you, Jake? You're young. When I was single... He pees his bed. He just told you that. My freshman year, though, I think I went five months without washing the comforter and sheets. Well, when I was in college, I don't know that I ever changed my sheets. Because it was a hassle to, like, put it in the the laundromat and take it all there. You got to bring it downstairs, wait. 55-year-old grown-ass man now. How often were you washing your sheets in college? Me? No, not you, Sylvie. He's the one with the stink eye at us right now. Well, you're not in college. Um, probably once every couple of months in college. Are you kidding me? It depends. If it was those Bulls bed sheets, they were washed every day. Yeah, they were on a know. winning streak. If it was no White Sox, you know, listen, he didn't have White Sox for Saturday night's bed sheets. I was, uh, look, I was uh, in college in the first three, Pete. So they were winning all the time. So they weren't getting washed. So were you, weren't you? No, I was not. And there were no, there was no one in, in that bed with me. Nobody. So I had nothing to worry about. Do you want the diarrhea story? You want it tomorrow? You tell me. It's up to you. We're, we're up against the clock. Okay, so, we can get uh, the diarrhea, diarrhea story tomorrow. Or later, yeah. Right, Dan Durkin's going to join us uh, coming up next. Paul Allen, one hour from right now. The Bears have a new team president. What does Dan Durkin think about that? We'll ask him coming up next.